you're listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. This is a show that will help equip you to build healthy relationships so that you'll have the foundation you need to create a fulfilled life. Hello, everyone. My name is Yolanda Postel. I'm a relationship coach and the host of Purposeful Woman. I'm so glad you were able to join me today. Let's get into this episode. Hello, this is Yolanda Postel. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Woman Podcast. I am so glad you were able to join me today. I have a question for you. How many of you have ever had an issue or problem with drawing the line with family um, when it comes to boundaries and your relationships, whether it be romantic relationships or friendships? Let's be real. We love our family. Our parents, siblings, cousins, aunts, and uncles, they've been through the journey of life with us. From the moment we came out the womb and every day since, they've watched us grow into the person we've become. They've cheered us on in our victories and also witnessed our failures. Our family is an intricate part of our lives and they helped shape us into the person we've become. It's the love that we have for them and the love they have for us that can make us blind and vice versa. It's that love and desire to protect that causes families to cross boundaries when it comes to relationships. My husband and I, we were spending time with a longtime friend and her spouse And the conversation turned to our children. And her husband, he jokingly said that now that our children have come of age and become adults, we've officially become their parental advisors. And I laugh because, you know, it's definitely true. And there is a time when family needs to step back and play a more supportive role or advise when we ask. And it's tough for family to sit back and watch us go through tough situations, but it is necessary for us to grow. Just like a toddler learning to walk, they've got to sit back and watch us stumble and fall when it comes to our relationships. And witnessing a troubled relationship And when I say troubled, I'm not talking about anything that has to do with um, abuse. Let's be clear. But when you see friendships or romantic relationships or marriages that fall on hard times where maybe they're just not getting along, it's, it's a hard thing to witness. And sure, you or your family members, um, may interact and talk about the situation, And they're there to offer advice and opinions. However, there is a point where the advice and opinions can begin to cross a line. It's up to us to set those boundaries. Sometimes our family may feel comfortable giving unsolicited advice, opinions, or just even inserting themselves into some portion of our relationships because we've opened the door. We invited them into our situation. When 
my husband and I ran into a trouble or the trouble period during our marriage, I admit I was probably talking a little too much. So because I was talking a little too much, my family felt comfortable offering their advice and opinions. And some tried to persuade me to walk away, let it go in my marriage. And some, of course, cheered me on and said, you'll make it through. Many of my older family members, um, the older generation of my family, they did not have successful relationships. So I can understand the thought process of those that said, just leave because (laughs) that may have been what they decided to do at the time. But I did not want to give up on my relationship. So as much as I felt like running and giving up, I just couldn't. I spent time praying, crying, and asking the Lord for direction and what I should do. And the Holy Spirit led me to stay. I was obedient and my relationship turned around for the better. But during the process, the healing process of my relationship, I had to start setting up clear boundaries when it came to my relationship and family. And some of you may be in this spot right now. Some of you may know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe you're in a spot where you're having difficulties with your husband and your families can tell that something's off or something's not right and so they're trying to help but they really are not helping. They're making things a little more uncomfortable and making the situation worse. Maybe you have a longtime friend and you are just hitting an unusual snag when it comes to your friendship and you are in an awkward spot. But because your family has that comfort level, they've known you, They, of course, they've known the other person for so long that they can only see one side. And so they offer their opinions or begin to talk about the problems that you're having with um, with them to the other party. And the boundaries have just become crossed. The lines have become blurred on what a family should be able to say and do versus what is not the proper thing to do. So how can you start setting clear boundaries for family members? What is some of the steps that you can do? Well, number one is be mindful of what you're sharing when it comes to your relationships. I admit when my husband and I, we were going through our issues, I was talking a little too much as I said before, and I had to shut my mouth. I had to stop giving sensitive information. I had to um, find trusted counsel that were not family members to share with. Because when we share, when we give information about 
what our disagreements are about, uh, what the problems we are facing either in our household or with that other person. They don't forget. We've brought them into the situation by conversating with our family. And by default, we've put them in the middle of our relationship now. And so the best way to make sure that that line and that boundary is clear is just be mindful of what you share. Be mindful that they won't forget. <laughs> and they're, that's going to be in the back of their mind always. The next is limit or reject unsolicited advice. Of course, our family members love us. They want to see us succeed. They want what's best for us. But there comes a time when unsolicited advice must be shut down. It's okay to for them to let us know that they're concerned about us. It's okay to tell your family members, hey, I know you're concerned about me and my relationship or my friendship, but I've got this. If I need your help or advice, I'll be sure to ask. You don't have to say it in a way that's disrespectful. I mean, there's a way to, to just shut it down and just let them know that, hey, thank you, but no thanks. You don't have to take every piece of advice that's offered. And don't argue in front of family. That's number three. You may be angry or upset but wait until you're behind closed doors or in an area that's private to discuss it with your spouse, your friend, or whoever you are upset with. Public arguments in front of family can easily get out of control. Personally, I have not engaged in that behavior, but I've seen it play out with other couples and other friends. And let me tell you, it is an uncomfortable thing to witness, especially when you love both people that are sitting there arguing in front of you. Heated disagreements in front of family gives our family members the green light to let them know it's okay to interject their thoughts or opinions into our situation. And that doesn't help it only causes things to escalate it only causes things to get worse and the tensions increase between the other person and your family which of course makes things worse for them makes things worse for you make just makes everything completely uncomfortable it can cause a rift between them and your family that can't be mended or it could cause a rift that may take years to heal. So the best thing to do when you're upset, when you are having a disagreement, take it behind closed doors. Now, when it comes to setting up clear boundaries for family, it's important to not allow them to talk about, belittle, or disrespect your spouse or loved one. If they're willing to disrespect that person, your spouse or loved one, while conversating with you and you don't speak up, you're signaling to them that it's okay for them to keep doing so. 
And if they will talk disrespectfully about them in front of you, eventually they will do it when your spouse or loved one is present. And if they're engaging in this behavior to your face, surely they will do that and more behind your back. So stand up for your spouse or loved one. Let your family members know that you don't appreciate their comments and you find it offensive and disrespectful. And they'll stop if they know you won't tolerate that type of behavior. And don't shrink back. Say no when you need to. Your family, they may ask if they can step in to the situation. They may even want to have words with the other person, have a conversation with them. Simply decline. Say no. Sure, it can be uncomfortable saying no to certain family members, especially when you have some that are overbearing or those that try to be controlling. Maybe you're a people pleaser and you just have difficulty saying no, period. But even more so when it comes to family. But that strong no, making it clear, it is necessary to protect your relationship. But let your family know what they can do to support you. Because they see you going through, they see you having difficulty and of course they want to help but it's up to you to let them know how they can best help you sometimes that support can be something simple and lighthearted. sometimes it's just a matter of them being there they don't need to give us their advice they don't need to delve into the situation it can just be something so simple as being there with you I mean have you ever had a moment where you're sitting in a place with a friend or family member you're not really talking you're not saying much but it's the comfort of knowing that they're there and sometimes that's all we need from our family just to know that they're there for us it could be something so simple as hey you know let's get out let's Let's go for a walk. Let's just enjoy each other's company. You can support me that way. Or maybe you want your family members to engage in a fun, lighthearted activity with you. That's fine. Or it could simply be a matter of, you know, the best way for you to support me is to just pray for me. I need your prayers. And let them know what areas um, that you would like them to pray for you. Because our family, we want to, we want them to, of course, not overstep, but we want them to also know that we love them and it is okay for them to support us in the ways that we need. But it's not clear to them what we need unless we tell them. And boundaries may be a new thing to family. Some people come from families where the mom jumps in, the dad, everybody jumps into a situation. It doesn't matter who. So unhealthy boundary practices were established. So it's up to us to teach our family 
the right boundaries that are best for us. We have to establish healthy practices in the relationships that we have with our family, our spouse, our friends, our loved ones. It's up to us. In an article by Gary Giles, he stated a balanced boundary system could be visualized by a line that separates two people. For a healthy relationship to occur, both have to take responsibility to come up to the line and do what they are both responsible for in that relationship. If they step over the line to do what the other person should do, it is enmeshment. If they remain distant from the line and default on what is theirs, it is disengagement. The hard part in assessing family boundaries is deciding what belongs to me and what belongs to the other person in the family. How you sort that out will determine how you choose to communicate and what you attend to. Our family takes cues from us, just like we take cues from our family. And our relationships don't have to be further damaged by unclear boundaries. And in the end, it really just goes back to communication. Communication is key in every relationship of our lives. And so we can communicate what we expect, the behaviors we expect, what lines should not be crossed, what behaviors are acceptable. And as long as we communicate that clearly, when it comes to everybody in our lives, family members, friends, spouses, then that helps establish clear boundaries. And if you grew up in a family where you just had bad practices when it comes to boundaries, it's not too late to learn how to establish them in a healthy way. I mean, I had issues with oversharing and um, just allowing others to cross the line with me. So I had to learn how to set up and establish healthy boundaries. And it's definitely not too late to do so, especially if you have generations coming behind you, if you have children or uh, grandchildren, you want them to be able to establish those healthy boundaries when they become of age and when they're involved in a relationship. You want them to have healthy practices in place. So in order for them to have healthy practices in place, part of that is us exhibiting that behavior for them because the old saying, each one teach one, sometimes it's not a matter of that person sitting down literally with you and teaching them. Most of what we learn in life comes from our families. We learn by sitting and watching. We learn by taking in situations and assessing them. And the funny part is we don't even realize it. You have people that are watching you. You have those that 
are around you and you are a living, breathing, walking, talking example of something, the key is what are you exemplifying? What are you, what is it that you are showing the world? What are you, what is it that you are showing your family members or your children behind you or your grandchildren regarding healthy relationship boundaries? What are you, what do you want them to, to do in the future? How would you want them to handle things in the future? Because what we exhibit, they'll likely do, you know, the old saying, monkey see, monkey do. Sometimes we just do things because it's familiar. We overstep because it's familiar. We insert our opinions because it's familiar, but it may not necessarily be the right thing to do. So all of us, whether you're young or old, all of us have some type of behavior, some type of practice when it comes to boundaries with family, friends, and our loved ones that we need to put in place. But nobody can do that but us. Nobody can establish the healthy boundaries in our lives. It's our responsibility to do so. It's our responsibility to learn how to establish those practices in a way that's healthy and not harmful. In a way that will help our relationships and our lives grow and not cause harm and disruption. It's up to us. We don't have to be codependent. We don't have to fall back into um, into being controlled by others. No, you don't have to do any of that. Set those boundaries. Protect your loved one. Protect your spouse. Protect that friend that you may be having difficulties with at the moment. And just handle it like an adult. Handling it like an adult means sometimes you don't need to pull 20 people in. You handle it yourself. It's between you and that other person. So when it comes to boundaries, maybe you've taken a look at yourself or situations while listening to this podcast and you say, you know what? There are definitely some areas in my life where I need to work on my boundaries. There are some areas where I think I need help, but I don't know where to start. Well, there are definitely some good books out there that provide some great information when it comes to boundaries. Some great practices. Um, These books go into detail about the the type of personality traits that, um, that result in boundaries being uh, overstepped. It also, a lot of these books or both of these books that I'm about to recommend also go into detail about how the boundaries or failure to establish solid boundaries begin to show up in other areas of our lives, stress, anxiety, and also how we can disguise the lack of boundaries in our lives 
with other things. We may be attributing, you know, problems in our life to one area, but it really, the problems in our life are really due to lack of boundaries. So one book that I definitely recommend is a book by Nedra Glover Tawab. It's called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Your Life. She is a therapist and she offers great insight and great counsel when it comes to establishing boundaries in every area of our life. Um, and you, you know, her information, she's on Instagram. You can find her, um, information out there, but her book, I definitely highly recommend, um, a second book out there. It's actually a series of books. It's called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and the books that he has, it goes into establishing boundaries with your family establishing boundaries with marriage he's also got books establishing boundaries with children establishing boundaries with teens and I'm sure that there are many other resources out there that can help you uh, when it comes to just your journey of asserting yourself in a positive healthy way and establishing the boundaries that you have in your life because Our life is what we make it, right? Our lives and the outcomes of our lives is what we allow. So it's up to us to establish healthy practices so that we can live a healthy life, so that we can live a peaceful life, a joyous life, because that's what we want. We want our friendships to be healthy. We want our marriages to be healthy. We want our relationships in every area of our life to be healthy, to be happy, to be ones we enjoy, to be ones that are filled with respect and relationships that are filled with love. So how do we do that? Again, boundaries, 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 boundaries. Nobody can establish them but you. So let's get our practices when it comes to boundaries right. And sometimes practice makes perfect. You may not get it right overnight and you may make missteps along the way, but guess what? Today's a new day and today's all you have, right? Don't worry about tomorrow. The Bible says don't worry about tomorrow. But just concentrate on today. Work on it today. And just create a healthy space, healthy boundaries, so you can have a wonderful, healthy life. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Yolanda M. Postel. To sign up for my email list and receive a free download of my ebook, 10 Keys to Build a Strong Relationship, go to movingtowardspurpose.com. To hear each new episode drop weekly, tune in to queendomglobalnetwork.com on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 12 p.m. Eastern. 
Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean to listen to each episode at your convenience. And by the way, don't forget to rate and review. Remember, healthy relationships are the foundation for a fulfilled life.